Have I got a good story for you today. You're going to learn the legend. And I, by the way, 100% still do not believe this story of a gentleman whose name is Jonathan Efferby. And Efferby is obviously being edited for your ear's sake. But Jonathan Efferby, like, do you, I want you to take a couple seconds in a moment in Kramer history later on the show and tell me, do you really believe this story? And we'll get into it today on the show. Hi. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Uh, This is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, my mom may be the only person in America, at least, to DVR the funeral <laughs> of Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just told me she sat down to watch it today. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize you had actually gone and, you know, taped it, Recorded I guess. It. Mm-hmm. I got some numbers on it if you'd like them. Mm, let's hear it. Um, about, uh, it was billions of people that actually watched it. Mm. Estimate somewhere between 4.1 and 7.7 billion people worldwide watch the funeral this week, which is like crazy. Remember I told you, I was like, does anybody even care about this? Is it even like a big deal? Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, 4.1 to 7. Men. And by the way, that is a huge span. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 4 to 7. It's not like it's like 4.1 to 4.5 <laughs> billion. It's 4.1 to 7.7 7 billion. Well, it's like hard to narrow estimate. That in a little bit, you know? That's probably hard to estimate how many. A um, few more notes. And I, mm-hmm. we don't usually talk about news during the week, but I, I do want to, this will transition to something else here in a second. Um, news is talking about how unlike any uh, modern event in history played out in London yesterday, Queen Elizabeth II, it took place. Uh, the service was at Westminster Abbey and was attended by an estimated 2,000 people, including mm-hmm. heads of state and member of the royal family. Nearly a million people lined the street, by the way, which is, yes. I believe it. It was packed oh they were 15 to 20 feet deep for as far as you could see for miles it was crazy um Mm -hmm. so yeah you can just if you didn't watch it that's really what they did i mean it was just like it was i've I've never seen anything like it now it was on all day monday so this is now two days obviously um Mm -hmm. all day monday morning it started like 6 a.m our time and Mm -hmm. it was it was still going i think by the time i left it was like noon or maybe mm-hmm. even afternoon and like it was still this whole procession, you know, and ceremony and funeral and uh, was what's going on. Mom, you, you watched it, you DVR'd it. You had to go mm-hmm. back and watch it. Um, what did you, what were your, your thoughts? It. You know, I recorded it and it said it was nine hours. Yeah, I know, believe it. Five o'clock. So yeah. I, I guess that it was broadcast that long. Um, yes, of course. I loved it. I love all the, pomp and circumstance and the royalty. I love all of that. And of course, I loved uh, the Anglican service because it's so near and dear to my heart as an Episcopalian. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I la, 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 loved it. And I thought, you know, how amazing that woman is that so many people felt connected to her. Yeah. To come out I mean, obviously in I droves. Was, I mean, I was wrong. You know, I millions. Made- yeah, I mean, only you. Four point one to seven point seven billion people watch that. That is crazy to me. That's mm-hmm. like an insane amount of people. Mm-hmm. Let's let's compare that to like just I don't know, like what, like the the Super Bowl, 
How many people watch the Super Bowl? How many people watch the Super Bowl? Just to give us like a comparison point here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 112 million people watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is four to seven <laughs> billion people watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do like, how about the World Cup? Something that's a little bit more international. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people watch the World Cup? Um, now that, by the way, was five billion people. Wow. Jeez. So somewhere in the same yeah. range. That's crazy. That's that is crazy. I always forget how big soccer is everywhere, you know, but here. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, my mom told me, I didn't, I didn't realize this, that you, that she planned a hundred percent of her own funeral. Yes. And how did you, yes. how, what do you, what do you know about that? Well, uh, you know, that's all I really know is that they said that she had planned every minute of that service of, mm of all the processions, of where they would be. And, of course, you know, she went to Balmoral, to Scotland, which is where she wanted to die. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that, oh, I'm not sure, but I suspect she was helped along with that. Um, When they say she died peacefully, I suspect that she said, it's time, you know. Right. And she... um, and she died, and you know, just all uh, everything that happened in Scotland, everything that happened in London, everything that happened in Windsor. I mean, everywhere, Edinburgh, everywhere. She planned all of that, which so I think is just remarkable. I mean, I'm well, sure there's certain protocol that you know she followed. Without well, yeah, I'm a sure doubt. she couldn't be like, but, I want Post Malone to come perform. Might be <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, you know, I, I'm sure there was a lot of protocol, but like, you know, she chose the hymns they sang. Um, well, then I, let me let know. me ask the question then: if if you could plan your own funeral, not to get too morbid here, but mm-hmm. if you could plan your own funeral, what would you want it to be? Do you do you? I guess people don't really plan their own funerals, do you? Not typically, right? The family typically puts the service together. Most of the time, but I have known people that have done it. And I'll tell you, there's people that have done that ahead of time for their family. It has been a tremendous blessing. Mm-hmm. A tremendous yeah. blessing. I would like to think I could do that. And, um, I, and I, well, you know, I have some notes of things like hymns that I enjoy and, you know. Well, what would and you it, want your perfect funeral to look like? If, if, like, if like money and like location oh. and anything else was like no object. Mm-hmm. What would you, uh, well, money, wouldn't what would matter. you want your funeral to look like? Um, well, if I were to die today, and I say that not, because it, not for it a very long change. time, <laughs> I would be buried in the Episcopal church and I would be in the, um, I would be at Christ Church in Norcross, and I would be in their memorial That's the church garden. that we grew up going to. Now, why, why there? Why of all places there? It's so far away from everybody. Because, you know, I mean, who goes to grave sites? You know, that's, that's always so. That's such a crazy thought to me. Because, I mean, how many times have I gone to my parents' grave site? Maybe twice, right. you know. Right. And the whole time they've been gone. How many times have we gone to your grand's grave site? Uh, none. You uh, know. No, I've been there once, I think. You went once? Well, yeah. that's Post probably funeral. one I more think time I, than yeah. everybody else maybe. in the family. Yeah. May, yeah, again, maybe. But, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that most people do. Some people do go visit grave sites a lot, you know. 
Well, I know. I mean, it used to be a tradition. I mean, right. Goodness, but how often do the Yanceys do it? Not that often. No. And I don't think most people do. Most people that I know yeah. don't go to visit a grave site. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't think that really matters. And I mean, honestly, once you've died, it's your memory that lives on. It's not a right. place where your remains are. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and of course, the Episcopal service is the same all over the world. It's, you know, it's right out of the Book of Common Prayer and it's beautiful. And you have some choices of scripture and some choices of hymns, which is what I would probably put in place myself. Um, so traditional. But then the rest of it is just, yeah, it's tradition, you know? Why do I want nothing like that at all? Because like I want y'all to stuff me and like put me next to Kiki and just like sit me up on the chair and tell me how great I am every day. No, I mean like I don't I like I don't want all that. Like I don't want I just don't want that. Hmm. Like I would what, want you, I guess I guess I would want to be I don't even know. Like y'all can just leave me in front of the TV if you want to with my Nintendo in my hand. Like I'd be I'd be happy. <laughs> oh, we'll just have a little <laughs> like, urn. We'll just have a yeah. little urn with a Nintendo. We'll have a yeah, little Nintendo a Super Mario urn face on made. It. Yeah, Mario let's see. I'm sure. Face. Let me see. You know what? Well, let's, let's Google and see if they have a Super Nintendo. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Nintendo. Urn. <laughs> 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 uh, no, they don't. They have a slot machine urn, though, but they don't have oh. a, uh, a Nintendo one. So oh, we'd have to God. get custom made, obviously. Oh, no, wait, there is there there is a, uh, what, what's, the, what's the little vase thing? Is that the urn? Uh-huh. Yeah, so they do have one. Um, forgive me. They do have a Nintendo uh -huh. urn. Uh -huh. Gaming urn is what it's called. Oh my! Um, so you can just put me in there if you want to. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to be really... cremated? I mean, you know, I've just now recently learned that cremation is really bad for the environment. It freaks all me the, out. All the gases and everything. It freaks me out yeah. a little bit. You know, like I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's a lot. I to guess think I, don't, I don't really have a huge preference of what happens to me. Is that weird too? Like I kind of like if, if you wanted to like take my ashes and put them in Hawaii somewhere, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you just know, put, them put in a the little ocean? bit in my, in my Nintendo urn and then put a little uh -huh. bit in my, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, over in Hawaii. And, uh, -huh. uh and I thought well, that'd be, that'd be solid, that. you know, a lot of people do that. They, yeah. they separate the ashes and, and put we'll them in different places. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. um, I don't know if you, if you've thought about it much, like what would you really want your funeral to be like? I mean, you, if you could like literally do it, this actually would be kind of interesting to read the comments on the certified fans page. If you want to call us, like, what would you really want your funeral to be like? Have you like, it, like, don't, it doesn't have to be, you know, you, you, you uh, the sky's the limit. Do what you will. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, would yeah. you want a queen Elizabeth the second funeral? Yeah. Would you want like a six hour? I mean, what do you want? What would you want? Okay, let's do mom tent. This is our weekly segment we call mom tent. We, uh, my mom, when we first started the show, she used to send me a bunch of articles every day to talk about. And I was like, this is a lot. Uh, so I said, listen, every Wednesday, bring your favorite article that you saw on the internet this week. And we will discuss in a segment that we do called mom tent. So it's like my mom's content. Get it? You know why it's called mom's tent. I think some people think it's like a tent, like we're in your tent with my mom. They're like content, but it's mom tent. It doesn't really quite rhyme, but you know. It's a free podcast. What do you want? Yeah. Um, Mom, what you got? Um, it's it's from um, Women's Health, and it's a, an article by, um, well, from uh, Dr. Bruce Lee about mm -hmm. why we should all do a friend's cleanse. 
Are you far away from the microphone right now? I am. Sorry. Okay. Thought so. Okay. And she's back. Okay. Now a I'm friend back. cleanse. Friend cleanse. Okay. And there are actually 10 questions that you should ask about each of your friends. And if the answer to at least one is yes, then it's time to consider cleansing that person from your circle of friends. Wow. In other words, all it's right. like you clear out the clutter of your life. So, so only one. Have, all, it's a one strike you're out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leaves you more time and energy to dedicate to worthwhile relationships and experiences. All right. Okay. So here's well. the here's the friend quiz. And you know, when I read this, I had to turn it around on myself and ask mm-hmm. myself if I'd been a good friend. So okay. it could really could go either way, actually. The friend um, audit. How many of these how many of your friends would actually make it through this friend audit? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have they been there for me when I reached out during the tougher moments of my life? Mm, mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's honestly important. like divorce will do that to you. It's really interesting to see like how not only that, but job loss. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can always weed a lot of friends out when I change jobs or lose my job yeah. or whatever, because it's like, which people are still there on the aftermath is, it's pretty interesting to me. It's always very interesting to me actually mm-hmm. of who keeps up with you and who doesn't, you know? Yes. And who goes with which partner? Yep. Like if you have couple friends. Who ends up right. hanging out with the male and female? I've always thought that was interesting too, and that's a bad dilemma to be in. We've been in mm-hmm. that situation, you know, when yep. you're connected to both. Were they judgmental when I revealed that I was going through tough times? Mm. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I think perhaps I, mean, I may have been. That you you may have been judgmental, maybe. And what do you yeah. think you may have been judgmental about? That doesn't seem like a very Nancy Yancey thing. I know. But when I think about people that were going through tough times and maybe I was too quick to, you know, not not necessarily be judgmental, but to to give advice based on the fact that I was judging them. Mm. You know? It's interesting. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's, it's, and, and listen, it can be hard. It can be hard mm. when your friends do something that's disappointing, you know? Yes. Um, to not feel a certain kind of way. Right. Um, and I, so I don't you're know judging them. You're judging perfect them. Perfect about it. Yeah. I don't know that I've even been perfect about it for sure. But uh, yeah. it is, I mean, obviously, I think you know that some of your best friends, you could go to them and say, you know, whatever, you murdered somebody and they'd still want to hear you out, you know? Right. Exactly. All right. Um, what else? Did they make an adequate effort to stay in touch? Mm. Mm, yeah. You know, every Again, time. Mm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Every time I sit around and begrudge the fact that I don't have people to hang out with, I'm thinking, mm, yes, I do. I just need to call them. <laughs> right. You Sometimes know? you even wonder if it's you, right? Uh-huh. Again, moving will do that to you. It's very interesting when you move. Like you really can weed out some friendships. And I, But the cool thing with that is like the ones that stick around, mm-hmm. solid, you know, super solid yes. friendships. Yes. Did they fail to make enough effort to really get to know me? Did they just want to hang out with you just to have something to do or someone to go to the movies with or someone mm. to go to the bar with? Or mm. did they really care about you? Did they really mm. make an effort to get to know That's interesting. Yeah. Like we you kind know? of talked about yesterday with a friendship. This may be too friendshipy of a week. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's true. Cute. Like which one of your friends are actually going to, you know, if you're not hanging out and doing something, like were they still there for you or is it just some, you know, common thing you have that's just – Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we You're both like to drink used. or whatever or go to the movies or whatever. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Have they been open about themselves and their lives, or they or were they instead presenting a front or a charade to me? Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. I've had some friends, and I know that's true. That's true. Up, sure. They really didn't want me to know what was going on, but for some reason, I already knew. Yeah. Um, did they fail to tell me or warn me about important things that I needed to know? Hmm. That's a tough one. That is tough. You know, I've always, I've always kind of struggled with that too, because I'm like, um, you know, if you find out like, like when, when are you supposed to get involved in a situation? You know, mm-hmm. like when is that? Yeah. When do prevalent? you intervene when you see somebody in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, did I wonder about what they were saying or doing behind my back? Man, those mm. people are the worst. I mean, I, yeah. I can I can weed them out pretty quickly. When I don't trust someone and I think they're talking about me behind my back, no, done. I mean, that's happened with basically every radio situation I've left from, you yeah. know, either my, on mm-hmm. my own behalf or somebody else's. Um, mm-hmm. The amount of rumors I hear about things that are being said when I'm not in the building is like pretty – pretty crazy. Like it's just crazy yeah. how fast people will turn on you to kind of protect their own ego sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. This one's really crappy. What number are we at? Eight of 10. Okay. Did they date my significant other while I was still with the significant <laughs> other? Oh no. Yeah, that, that is that's definitely not, I don't know if that's not even a friend. friend. That, that took a mm-hmm. weird left turn. I feel like those other ones have been pretty like mm, insightful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd say. Mm-mm. I'd say if, if someone's dated your your significant other, it's probably uh, done. It's probably time to yeah Mm-mm. out. Yeah. Um, did they not seem to cherish our friendship? Did mm. you not really maybe feel a value in the relationship? Right, That's something to think about. Right, and the last one is: Did they not change any of the above behavior, even when given the opportunity to do so? Mm. So that's hurtful. If you've been close to someone and you've told them that you're upset about your relationship with them for whatever reason, and then they they don't change or they don't, you know, do anything to try to remedy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not a true friend. Well, I think, yeah, I think you can look at this two ways, right? Like you can look at it from the side of you how, which one of your friends don't check off or is it really only one kind of one of them? Then you're out. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of your friends would actually make it through that checklist? Honest to God. And then mm-hmm. how many of your friendships would you make it through? Right. You know, like exactly. on from the, the opposite side. Yes. And maybe it gives us like something to think about going into this Wednesday show of like, Hey, what do we need mm-hmm. to do to like get it together? You know? Yeah. And we know so. that friendships are valuable. And yep. we want them in our life. Sure. Then yep. you know who are the who are the people that we're befriending, and how are we as a friend? Right. Yep. We've talked a lot about friendships this week, so hopefully yeah. you're taking maybe something away from it. All right, mom. About. Let's uh, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's Marcus Aurelius. It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people but care more about their opinion than our own. <laughs> That's just the truth. Yeah. That is just the truth. And we're 
so fast to think about and worry about what other people say and think why, and why do. Why is that? Why do we us? care about people's opinions so much, you think? Because I think we're insecure. Mm. I think we're and all we just insecure. Need validation. I think we're, we're all, I think in some level, we're all seeking some type of validation, right? Sure. Yes. Um, exactly. On one level or another. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if you, when you feel like you're not getting that validation, right, it can kind of feel upside down, right? Yeah. It can kind of feel stressful upside down. Like, why is this not, you know, it's not a thing. Why is this not, you know, exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's why I'm not, I'm, I'm clearly not good at it. Um, I, I do better when it comes to people I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to like listeners, Yes. Um, but not always. I would say still one comment a month probably gets me that I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But how many people, you know, how many times do you find and I used to listen, it was I remember actually we, we can talk about Jeff Dollar here for a second. I used to email Jeff Dollar back in my Panama City days. I remember specifically emailing him and I was just like, Hey, how because he's been my radio mentor for a while. Um, and I was just like, Hey, like, how do you handle this? Like every comment that would come across, like it would just completely shut me down. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. no matter how small the comment was, like if somebody didn't like a segment, I was just in like, I was fried for the rest of the day. Oh, I must not know what I'm doing. I'm this, I'm terrible. I'm this, I'm that. Um, and I honestly, even when I started the podcast, I feel that way. I still feel some kind of certain way when certified fans leave. Like I still feel mm-hmm. like this, are you not like me? You know? So uh-huh. I guess that, that is what it is. Like we really, we want the validation for people well, to like all, us. We all want to be loved. Sure. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you're right. That's we really all want to be is. loved, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, that's just our humanity. But yeah. I swear to God, if you could break through that, and I don't, I'm not good at it. So don't, I'm not, mm, you know, there's so many either. things to talk about in this podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's what you should do. But I have no idea how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you could really, really make some significant changes. Mm-hmm. in your, just your overall well-being, you know? So, Absolutely. you know, you could start to learn how to do that is on BetterHelp. Mm. BetterHelp, uh, is now a word from our sponsors, who is BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling that I do. I've been a big fan of therapy. I mean, honestly, I was a big fan of therapy before I started using BetterHelp. But what I didn't like about it was I'd find myself with traditional therapy having really carved out a lot of time. And like when I had more time, it was, you know, less of an issue. But now that my time is tight, like everybody else's, uh, BetterHelp Online Therapy is amazing because you can hop on with your with your therapist, you know, qualified, and we're talking like just real therapist, licensed therapist, uh, that you get connected with under 48 hours. You'll start communicating. And uh, when you do, you'll have these weekly sessions like you would with any therapist where you can decide to do live video chat, you can do voice calls, or you can do just live chatting, uh, typing sessions if you want to. So like you would literally just sit in front of your computer and you could type to your therapist. If you feel maybe uncomfortable, some people feel, you know, it's all how we like to communicate, right? So if you're better, I don't like to, to be seen on camera um, when I'm doing this. I think it's just my my radio days. Like I feel like I, I can be extremely vulnerable when no one's looking at me, but you know, you put, put me in front of somebody and I'm like, Ugh. uh, so whatever was, whatever way is right for you, you know, that's, that's going to be the best way. It's, it's by the way, less money than traditional therapy. So I hope you'll give it a shot and see what you think. It is better help. Uh, dot com, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Make sure you put slash Kramer at the end to get 10% off your first month. Better help, H-E-L-P, better H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. I hope you will, you know, and, and try it out, you know, try it out for the month, get the 10% off, uh, and see, like, 
especially when you're in a crisis, I promise you, like, if not, if it's even like, like right now, I'm just in like working on myself mode and I love it. And, uh, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy it as well. Also, uh, better, I'm sorry, uh, athletic greens on the podcast today. If you haven't tried athletic greens, this could be the solution that you're looking for, for so many different things. It's a daily powder that you take. And I started taking it because of my gut health. My mom started taking it because she wanted to sleep better. And we both saw the benefits pretty quickly. I'd say within the first, I mean, I was pretty regular after, uh, I can't remember how long it took, but I mean, day or two, you know, yeah, um, after started, the started first feeling week, better for sure. Yeah. yeah, I started just feeling all the way, all the way better. It's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogen to help start your day out right. And it does, it covers everything from gut health to nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's really all the things. So it's got like, um, it's got a little bit of earthy taste to it, but with all that like quality stuff, you know, the fact that you're getting that many vitamins and minerals in one take, I mean, I think it tastes pretty damn good considering, you know, what all you're mm-hmm. taking in. It's less than $3 a day, right? And um, th- their professional athletes will recommend this, podcasters like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't recommend anything I don't try and I don't like. So I think you'll like it too. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the da- uh, ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Well, we are down to the wire, certified fans. Mm. Um, so <laughs> really quick, let's start with the good news. We have hundreds of people all over the country to support this show. And that's that's pretty great. To me, that's pretty incredible. It like, is not a lot amazing. of people can say that we've, you know, I've got a podcast that's supported by people all over, all over the country and hundreds of them, you know, that that's mm. choose to support it. Like that's mm. I mean, thousands listen, but hundreds support it. And that's like, that's, that's crazy. Um, you know, if you, uh, if this podcast means something to you, you want to chip in a few bucks a month It's six bucks to become a certified fan. And we're trying to get to 10 certified fans for the month of September. We do not have a new certified fan today. So we are still at four new ones for the month. Okay. Um, I don't know, mom, is. like our birthday goal this year. I don't know if we're going to hit it, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to fight. We're going to fight, you know, we're going to fight the good fight on this one. Never give up. Never give up, mm-hmm. Jimmy Mac. So mm-hmm. if uh, you want to support us, you know, when you do join, you get a bunch of perks. You join the Facebook page. Um, you get bonus stuff. You get exclusives. You get all the good stuff. Uh, what When you do, also, you get an episode dedicated to you. And when we don't have somebody that's absolutely new for that day, we'll go back and we'll spin our wheel of certified fans, which we just put everybody's name into the, to the wheel. We spin it. And then we dedicate that show to that person. Because it's always kind of cool to hear. I mean, I, I like showing love. But I feel like it's always kind of cool to hear your name. Like mm-hmm. on stuff like this, you know, just sure. know that you're much appreciated. Oh, yeah. So today is number 68, 68, wow. uh, and certified fan. Uh, this goes back to the sixth. This is the third day. Oh, mm. it's Andrea B. That makes me so happy. Andrea B. Oh. From San Diego, who is amazing oh, yes. uh, in a lot of different she ways, is. but she's awesome on our uh, certified fans page. Oh, she's always she got a lot is. to say. She's I such mean, a great fan member. She is. You've been here, Andrea, you know, since uh, June the 6th of 2020. So over two years. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever gotten a shout out before, to be honest with you. I should, I should probably keep tally. Um, just so we know if you've gotten a bonus shout out. Cause we didn't really do shout outs at first. That was a new thing. My mom no. did one time and then we were, we were in trouble after that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and Andrea B in San Diego, love you. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you for supporting the show. Here is your whoop whoop. And she's just had surgery and I hope she's doing well. 
I do too. Yeah. Keep us yeah. updated. Yeah. Whoop, whoop to Andrea B. Yep. So absolutely. grateful for you. Would be awesome to hit our goal. I mean, it really would be awesome. And so mm-hmm. if you want to support my amazing. mom's birthday month, certified mama's boy, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Text the word fans to 888-Kramer8. Text fans to 888-Kramer8. And uh, we will um, be happy to um, be happy to welcome you into what we call the fan mm. fam. Okay. We fans. would. We would love to have you. Yep. All right, mom. That's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. Yes, this is a moment in Kramer history. I really want to see if you believe this story today. Uh, In case you're new to this, we take a look back on my radio career at some of the ridiculous stuff we used to talk about. Because radio's changed a lot, man. There's things we just can't... We, we could have gotten away with this one for sure. But look, going back to the archives today, I was like, damn, I still don't believe this story. I still do not believe this story. Not to mention, there is another story about San Diego that appears later on in this segment. So stick around. But listen, listen to this. All right, hold on to your uh, pants, kids. It's not a true story. No, can't be true. Uh, I want to introduce you to my future cousin-in-law. This is Shannon's cousin. Hello, Leanne. Hey. I'll, I'm going to warn you now that it, this is not true. This is it is not a true story. Well, she says it's it true. It is true. It's true. Okay, well, number one, just because you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not true. Just because you can't see it on Google doesn't mean it's not true. I did. Because okay. I, I did. I Googled this. I mean, I've, I've tried to prove her wrong so many times, but okay, continue. Just let it be. Let it be. Okay, fine. When I was a little girl, um, I lived in a neighborhood, and this this little boy rode my bus, and his last name was Furby. <gasps> Oh, my. Really? Huh. Yeah. Like, uh, can you spell that? S-E-R-B. Anyway. That's <laughs> a P? That's so crazy. Anyway, and it's true. His name, his, his name was Fuckerby. His is... name was Jonathan the Third Fuckerby. Uh, so he was uh, 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 that the third. Oh my! So yeah. there had been a long line of the. Anyway, and Kramer, let me tell you something. Don't call me a liar because when I was little, I sold gift wrap, and I walked up to his dad's door. His dad smoked a pop, and then he had to like write his name because he bought like some kind of gift wrap stuff, and it was Mister. F- and he had a, and the, they had like a, a daughter, and she was a cheerleader, and at like homecoming I, games they would be like, let's hear it for Janet I don't believe the story. I don't believe the story. Oh my god, it has to be true. It can't be true. Listen, I was like seven. Why would I make that up? Like what? What point? What good would it bring me to make up something like that? Well, let's be honest. Uh, You are known in the family uh, to be a bit of an exaggerator. <laughs> at times, and that's why I mean, even Shannon and I are both like this. This story is is not real. I have Googled that last name. I've tried any kind of phonetic spelling. I have tried anything to find this person to prove her wrong, and I cannot find a thing on Google about well, it. Well, it literally. Well, could if you be can't true. find it, it neither proves nor disproves. Exactly. So I gotta take her side. Yeah. I can't believe it, man. I can't do it. But let's go ahead and play devil's advocate here for a second, okay? And let's. You guys say that there's a possibility of this being true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is, there are stories out there that are so true 
but nobody believes them. Right. Like, you tell your friends, and they're like, they're, that's not true. Or they're like, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Uh, uh, let me ask a question this morning. Is there anybody listening right now that has a story that nobody believes, but you swear is true? Like, no, everyone's, everyone can really doubt your story, but you're like, look, I promise you, this is a true story. I'm going to give you your chance to come on the air this morning and make it publicly known. Because I feel like if it's on the radio, it's got to be true. <laughs> it's exactly. a public proclamation it's a public at that problem. point. If you have a story that no one really believes it, like your friends are kind of like, no, dude. But like in your heart of hearts, you know it's true. I want you to call us up, okay? 230-WILN. Lorena. Yes. Lorena, you have to swear to us that this is a true I story. I swear to God. Okay. Tell us. Nobody believes it, though. Everyone has a really hard time No one believes me. My husband doesn't even believe me. Okay. Tell the story. Okay. Well, I have I've had a dog. She had four puppies. And I was sitting there on the computer, and one of the dogs was choking on the end of a rawhide. Okay. And so I was panicking, called the vet, and as I'm talking to the vet, I'm like, the dog has something in its throat. It's rawhide. It's choking. Can I bring the dog in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about that time, I turned around. Goldie had did the Heimlich maneuver on her puppy. And that piece of raw hide shot out of her mouth. Wait, Wait who so did? I'm guessing that's, that's like with the mother dog? The mother dog. Uh, did the Heimlich maneuver? <laughs> yes, I swear to God. Look, you know no, what? Lorraine, Lorraine. Lor- mother, Lor- wait! Hang on. No, wait! I swear! Like, the <laughs> veterinarian lady laughed at me. She's like, what? I said, the dog just did the Heimlich maneuver on her puppy. And like, well, explain. What did it look like? You gotta explain what it looked like. I really don't know because I mean all of a sudden she was there and it was out. <laughs> but yeah, why are you laughing so much? Yeah, if it's on the radio, it's true. I'm don't just you think that <laughs> it a is? Mother, I swear, a it is true. Mother dog wants to save her puppy. You yes. don't think you would think of something to do to get the choking it's object out? A few different options, and it's yes. like you know what? The only option I've got is to do the hobby maneuver. Right the now. dog does not have opposable thumbs to be able. <laughs> it plays paws. She got it out. She it's literally paws. got that dog and pulled, and it shot out of its mouth. <laughs> It's it, it jumped on the chest. Yeah, I mean, literally, was it, was it, mouth it up to and mouth it too? just <laughs> Was it mouth to mouth? I'm really, I'm, I'm just curious how this whole thing went down. So. Wow. Well, maybe it is true. But if Lorraine swears it's true, it's got to be I true. I swear to God, why would we, I make something I up like exactly. that? Why would I make it up? We put the stamp of authenticity on this, it. This segment has a new name called Why Would I Make That Up? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Why would I make it up? Okay, I like that. Now, Sabrina, that's the case, right? I, I, I promise it's true. Then go ahead and, and preface with, why would I make this up? Why would I make this up? I would not make this up. I, we were in San Diego, and my child was only about two years old at the time. We were at the San Diego Zoo, and we're standing there uh, admiring the gorillas, and the mama gorilla comes up to the window, and my child's hand is right up against the window, and the mama gorilla puts her hand right up to the window right next to my child. That really? happened to me, too. Oh, shut up, Holly. I'm, no, I'm, and, I'm of course, I have, no, I have no camera, no footage to prove this. As I tell my child, I said, put your lips up to the window, and he puts his lips up, and no lie, the mama gorilla oh. puts her lips up to my child. What do your friends say when you say that? They're probably like, come on. Oh, they don't believe it. Come on. The, what is the chances of the gorilla going to come up with their hands exactly at the place of my child's hand? And then also... Put the lips up to the child. That is a cute Zero story. percent. No, zero percent chance. I, I believe it it's happened. happened. It did. No, I believe, you. Well, I believe it, you. It's on the radio, so it's got to be true, right? It is definitely true. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ah, if you've heard that name before, can you call us? I've just, I've never, literally never heard that name. Nor, my ex-sister-in-law, I uh, guess cousin-in-law, she was um, quite the uh, the exaggerator. And so I still don't know that I believe I believe a story like that. Plus, what do you think about the San Diego Zoo thing? You think that's real? You ever seen a gorilla do that? I mean, I just, it's funny listening back. I'm like, wait a minute. I've been there before. I've been there many times. 888-Kramer8. Call us up. Have a great Wednesday. See you back here tomorrow with a new Ask My Mom. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.